let me tell you about the time I went completely viral doing absolutely nothing. Before we get into it, welcome back to the Manifesting Freedom Money podcast. Okay, so almost two years ago, a little under two years ago, I went completely viral, a reel that I did went completely viral when I was doing absolutely nothing. I had created this reel about me buying my luxury dream home and two weeks, maybe three weeks went by and it got like a couple of hundred views, maybe a thousand views, nothing crazy, right? And then I got sick. I got really, really sick for several weeks, almost a month. I was so sick and just laying in bed and hoping that I would finally get better. I wasn't looking at my phone. I wasn't doing anything. And all of a sudden, I look at my phone and I go on Instagram and I'm like, what's happening? Like so many people are following me. Like so many people. There's so many comments. And I was so sick that like I didn't really know what was going on. And so I click on all of these comments and everything. And I look at this reel and I realize I am going viral. I'm going viral when I am completely sick, doing absolutely nothing. And I am getting hundreds of comments, thousands of followers, and I ended up getting 4.3 million views, 4.3 million. And here are my lessons from going viral after doing absolutely nothing. First lesson is that a lot of people will actually support you. They will hype you up. They will celebrate with you. They will get excited with you. And, you know, they'll say nice things. A lot of people are good and they're going to love it. They're going to love you, whatever it is. And when you are getting out in front of that many people, there's also going to be a lot of negative comments and a lot of people that aren't as excited and they're going to try to bring you down. Even if you're sharing something super genuine, super real and positive, they are going to not be happy for you. Okay, that's just the reality of the situation. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of different thoughts and opinions. And especially if you're sharing something that's a celebration and something that is um, good that happened to you, for whatever reason, people like to tear that down. I would say I was kind of shocked and really actually glad about um, the number of people that were positive, I would say it's about 80-20. 80% of people had a lot of great things to say. And then there's the 20% that don't have good things to say. And, you know, whatever, that just happens. It didn't really bother me. I thought it was funny that people actually take time out of their day to write some sort of mean or rude or hateful comment. So if you go viral or you are planning to or you want to go viral, just always, you know, know that that may happen, but don't let it be something that stops you or scares you from going viral. Like I said, the majority of people were so nice and they were so excited for me. And so I just really loved seeing how many people were really supportive. And I thought that that was really fun. 
The next lesson is don't make a video just to go viral. If you really want to grow your audience and grow the correct audience, like your target audience, the people you want to be speaking to, the people that are going to be buyers for you, the people that are going to actually want to engage with your stuff, they're going to want to buy your stuff, they're going to be in your energy and they love your topics and all of that's relevant to them, stick with videos that are going to actually speak directly to them so that they know when they see the video, it's who they are. You know, it's like they know, okay, I'm going to follow this person because this is exactly what I'm interested in. This is exactly what I need. And that way, when your video goes viral, if it does, or even as your video is going out, even if it's not going viral, your post is going to speak to the right type of people and bring you in the right type of followers, the people that you want in your audience. So even though my video did have something to do with me, it did have something to do with real estate, it still was a little bit generic. So it wasn't speaking to my specific audience. It was speaking to a much broader audience since it wasn't anything super specific. It was more just the story and the inspiration of me buying my luxury dream home. So I ended up getting a lot of followers. I ended up getting like thousands of followers. I don't remember the exact count, but it was thousands. And a lot of those people weren't necessarily my ideal audience. They weren't the best people to be really interested in my stuff and to be able to benefit from the things that I was sharing. And then that means, you know, they end up not being buyers and it also makes it so that they end up not engaging with my stuff as much. So before I went viral, I had a much higher engagement. And then after going viral, my engagement went down quite a bit because the ratio of people that were really looking at my stuff also went down because the people, there were so many more people in my audience that weren't as interested. They were no longer quite as targeted for the people that were interested in my content, if that makes sense. So while you may think, I just want to find a way to go viral, I just want to find a way to get more views and to get more people and more followers and all of these things, it's so much more important to have targeted people, to have the correct specific targeted audience. And so even if your views are less, even if your growth is a little bit slower, it's going to actually be more beneficial to you because you are getting the right people. So everyone that's coming in, they know exactly what your content is about. They know exactly how you can help them and they know exactly how they can buy from you and that it's something that they would be interested in doing. So whether you are a coach or you're selling a digital product or anything like that, you want to have a very specific, clear idea of your ideal client, of your ideal audience and what's unique about that and stick with those factors instead of just trying to figure out how to go viral, how to get the most views, how to get the most followers. That is so not going to help you in the long run. I promise, promise, promise. Focus on that slow and steady growth to the very specific, unique client that is your ideal client. My last lesson for going viral while doing absolutely nothing 
is just that. I viewed it as this beautiful manifestation and this experience of manifestation of being able to lean back and just receive. So I know I kind of shared like the certain negatives when going viral. To me, it also was such a beautiful moment because I had been working so hard at my social media up until that point. And I had been, you know, constantly posting, constantly like always doing the things to stay in front of people. And up until that point, I had really never taken a break. And I finally had to take a break because I was so sick. And as I was taking a break, all of a sudden, this is when my whole social media ended up blowing up and I had so much engagement. And so I took that as a lesson of like, okay, I no longer have to constantly show up and show up every single day, every single hour. You know, I don't have to do as much because people will still find me and things will still happen for me. And my business is not going to fail because I'm taking some time off of social media because social media was actually burning me out quite a bit. And so being able to step back from social media and then still receive this amazing experience of so much engagement and so little time with me doing absolutely nothing, like while I was literally doing nothing, I wasn't even on stories or anything, it felt like exactly what I needed. And so since that time, I am not super consistent on social media and I'm okay with that. I know that like it would burn me out if I felt like I was a slave to social media, to the algorithm, right? That just becomes another job that I don't need to have burnout in, right? So I want to do social media when it feels good to me. I want to do social media and create content that I'm inspired by. And if I'm not feeling it that day, I'm not going to do it. And I'm not going to force myself to show up just for the sake of showing up. And since then, like I said, my engagement may maybe has gone down. However, I have such a core solid um, amount of people that are always engaging and I know them and it feels really good. Like I feel so good about the community that I've created. And even with my engagement being lower after I had that viral experience, my sales have been higher. So even though I've now taken time off of social media and I'm not on it constantly and my engagement seems a little bit lower, my sales are higher. And which one do we care about more? We care more about the sales because that proves, that is showing that people are still seeing the value. And people are seeing the value even more. As sales are higher, that means that people are seeing the value. They're connected to what I'm saying. They're understanding the message. And so they are coming into my world. Everything else is just vanity metrics. I mean, something that looks good and it seems like it's good. But what really counts is when we open up your business, like let's go behind the scenes of your business and are things actually working? Are people actually coming into your world? Are people actually buying what you're selling? Let's start to focus on those metrics a little bit more. 
and care a little bit less about what's going on in social media. Yes, social media can be an amazing way to bring in clients, but making sure that you're focusing on the right things and not just those things that seem like they would be helpful, seems like they would be good. Focusing on Am I bringing in the ideal clients? Does it look like I'm attracting my ideal people to my world? Are people getting on your email list? Are people buying? These are the types of things that are so much more important to track rather than those vanity metrics. And then looking at do you have the right pieces in place to bring people in consistently so that you can start getting sales consistently, creating that freedom money right? Making sure that people are coming in and then they are buying with your autopilot emails, right? That's that funnel that brings people in, continues to nurture them, and then they end up purchasing from you. You know that's going to help them and that shows that you're doing it right, like your message is getting out there for people. If you'd like to start making 100% profit on your own digital course and create your own online funnel in the easiest, fastest, simplest way, click the link in the show notes and I have a free training for you and an opportunity to get started right away so that you can start making that freedom money. Gratitude and abundance, queens.